The Atlanta Braves got off to a good start in 2023 with a series win over the Washington Nationals, but the minor league season got underway as well. So on this Miners Monday episode, we're going to talk about Von Grissom's hot start at the plate and Braden Shoemake's walk-off home run in the first game of the season. All that on today's episode of Locked On Braves, so let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, welcome back to Lockdown Braves, part of Lockdown Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Also, make sure you check out my written work on the Braves over at bravestoday.com. Make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have for the podcast. If you're new, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Also, if you're watching this video there, do me a favor, hit that thumbs up button. And as always, thanks for making Lockdown Braves your first listen of each and every day. We post episodes daily, five days a week, Monday through Friday, and are free and available on all platforms. Also, you can get the postcast on Locked On Sports Atlanta's YouTube page as well, or you can get the audio version on the Locked On Braves podcast channel. You can get that with me and Grant McCauley. We did every game this past weekend, so you want to go back and listen to those, you can as well. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your your baseball franchise? And this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimatebaseballgm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps in the game. The Braves did get a good series win over the Washington Nationals this past weekend. Obviously hoping for a sweep, but things didn't turn out like we hoped on Sunday. We're going to talk about that first, and then we'll get into our Miners Monday segment as the Gwinnett Stripers got underway as well. And the two shortstops down there had some pretty big moments in the first weekend of the minor league baseball season. Well, let's start just going over some of the highlights from the weekend for the Atlanta Braves. And one of those for me is Matt Olson continued to hit. What we saw in spring training, he continued that over into the regular season. Wasn't a great start for him as he struck out in his first two at-bats in game one, but he has four hits since then, a double and two home runs. So Matt Olson off to a great start. Certainly love to see that. Talked about it a lot. I think he has a chance to hit. 40-plus home runs this year, perhaps be an MVP candidate. So good to see him getting off to a good start and continuing that great success that he had in spring training. And also Acuna, a lot of great exit velocities, had a couple of balls caught at the wall that robbed him of a couple of more hits. But the exit velocities of there, you're seeing some lift as well. Uh, had a stolen base and a home run on the weekend as we keep pace with that 40-40 watch. Grant, I know, has a great graphic going on. That you can see on his Twitter page where he's keeping up with a 40-40 counter, but got a couple of notches on both of those categories this past weekend. Travis Darno, I think if there is something you really want to take away from this weekend, one of the biggest highlights offensively, it's Travis Darno, a four-hit game on opening day, had another hit, the only RBI hit on Sunday as well. Six hits, three runs batted in, and two runs on the weekend for Travis Darno and. I see a lot of you already out there telling me he has to be in the lineup, whether he's catching or DH, he has to be in the lineup. And I understand that. And I've been hesitant to say that Snickers going to do that 
a lot, but a, that could depend on how much Sean Murphy is going to catch. If Sean Murphy is going to catch 100, 110 games, then I think you can weather putting Travis Darno in the DH spot for a significant amount of time this upcoming season because he's not going to have to catch quite as much. And with the way that his bat is, and really good hitter, obviously, last year for the Braves and what he's shown in three games this year, I think you at least have to play the hot hand at the moment right now, and Travis Darno needs to be getting those at-bats at DH. But what a weekend for him at the plate. And he's a good catcher as well. He doesn't have the elite arm of Sean Murphy, which we got to see on Sunday, which was just an unbelievable throw. But he is a very good pitch framer. He's good at calling a game and handling a pitching staff and all of that. He's good at blocking balls as well. So Travis Darno can obviously do good things for you behind the plate, but Murphy is the one who's a lead, and that's what you traded for to get Sean Murphy. So I think Sean Murphy is going to catch at least 90, and I think he could catch over 100 games for the Braves this year. And if that happens, then yes, we need to see more of Travis Darno in the DH spot. But again, a good start to him for the weekend for this past weekend with the map. Uh, I mentioned Sean Murphy. I know he's off to a slow start at the plate and everybody's already calling this trade a bust. Don't worry about Sean Murphy's offensive numbers early in this season. As mentioned before on here, he's learning the pitching staff, adjusting to a new team. Right now, his primary focus is learning the pitching staff, understanding how they want to work and getting better acquainted with handling those starting pitchers. That's all I care about with Sean Murphy right now, which is why he needs to be batting down in the lineup for sure. But that's my main focus with Sean Murphy early on in the season. And you saw on Sunday, 1.86 pop time is just unreal. Anything under two is elite. And that is just a cannon of a throw on the money. So you got a little glimpse at seeing exactly why the Braves traded for Sean Murphy is that elite defense. You're seeing stolen bases up across the league. And I think that only continues. So again, the importance of having Sean Murphy back there and what he can do to slow down a run game is going to be instrumental for the Braves' success in 2023 and beyond. And you got to see a little taste of that on Sunday. The offense will come with Sean Murphy. Don't worry much about that. But again, early on for Murphy, I just want to see him getting adjusted and acquainted with the pitching staff and shutting down that run game. Spencer Strider is still Spencer Strider. I mean, was averaging 98 miles per hour with a fastball, really only throwing the fastball and slider to get through the Nationals lineup through six changeups and was really effective with that pitch when he, when he threw it. Again, he just needs to show it. If he throws it, I think he can throw it even 10 times a game, and that's all you really need to do in a 90-pitch sample size because the fastball and slider are that good. Six innings, three hits, three walks, no earned nine strikeouts and 96 pitches. Would love to obviously see him start to be a little bit more efficient. He kind of lost command at times. The, the walks that he had, it was just clear the entire at bat. He didn't have it. I think he walked one guy on four pitches and another one, I think maybe on five pitches. So when he lost that control of the strike zone, he really just kind of lost it for momentarily, but then quickly gained it back. But overall, it was a Spencer Strider we saw in 2022 and it's a spider, spider Spencer Strider that we all love. I don't know if there's a Spider-Man reference in there or not, but certainly the way that he was slinging that slider around was pretty impressive. As for Jared Schuster, shaky in his debut, and it's what you worry with when you're throwing out rookies making their debuts. Obviously, a lot of emotions, understandably. 
And again, you never know what that mental hurdle is going to look like when somebody steps out there on the big stage for the first time. And it got to Jared Schuster, and he even admitted as much after the game. Five walks, that's not what we're accustomed to seeing from Jared Schuster. It's not what we saw all spring training. Normally somebody that's working quickly and in the strike zone. So again, I think just some jitters, but he did quickly gather himself. He gave up four runs in the first inning, you know, some singles and some walks, nothing really hit too hard, but unfortunately just death by a million paper cuts. And next thing you know, you're down four to nothing in your major league debut, but all credit to him. He was able to settle down, work into the fifth inning. You thought for a moment there, this was going to end up just being a complete bullpen game. So credit to him to being able to settle down again, get into the fifth inning overall four and a third, six hits, five walks, four earned runs, did get his first major league strikeout. He had one on the day. We're going to see better starts from Jared Schuster in the future. Unfortunately, things just kind of unraveled for him in that first inning. And I think you saw over the weekend why the Braves went with Orlando Arcia at shortstop. And it's not just for the offense, which he had a three-hit game on Saturday, and he's shown some of that as well, but just the defense. And again, he's not going to make those spectacular plays, but there was a big double play turned in the game on Saturday. You know, there's a couple other plays that just they're somewhat routine, but you don't worry about it when it's hit to Orlando Arcia. And again, maybe Von Grissom makes those plays. Maybe Braden Shoemake makes those plays, but you feel comfortable with Orlando Arcia there knowing that he's going to make those plays. So I think you saw a little glimpse of why the Braves went with Arcia, which again, I, I never thought was a bad move, but, and I'm not going to rehash this. It wasn't a competition to begin with. It was Arcia's from the beginning, and you're seeing why. And I think it's ultimately a good call by the Braves. But next, I do want to talk about the other two shortstops for the Atlanta Braves who had some big key moments over the weekend as the Gwinnett Stripers started their uh, season in 2023. And Braden Shoemake with a walk-off home run. How soon could we see one of those two guys back up? We'll talk about that next. Everyone's always looking for a fantasy, a great fantasy game to see how they would do as a GM of a baseball team. And if you are one of those people, I have just the app for you. It's the Ultimate Pro Baseball GM mobile app. It lets you manage your own professional baseball franchise to try and build a World Series champion, manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and staff, managing team finances, managing difficult personalities, scouting and drafting players, which I love to do, navigating your franchise through free agency, all the ups and downs of a season, all this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable offline as well. Me and a lot of the other Locked On hosts have been playing this game in the offseason and now into the season, playing for some big prizes. It's been a lot of fun. Lockdown Braves listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in all caps. Make sure that's Locked On in all caps when you put that in the game store. So make sure to check it out. Download the game. Just visit probaseballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up in the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com, Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. Again, me and Grant McCauley did a postcast for all three games over this past weekend. You can get the audio version of that in the Lockdown Braves podcast feed or on YouTube at Lockdown Sports Atlanta. So make sure you give that a listen. Me and Grant are going to be back this year covering a lot 
of games this upcoming season. So you'll get the postcast and you'll get me five days a week as well on Locked On Braves. This is a Monday edition of Locked On Braves, so it's going to be a Miners Monday edition of Locked On Braves as well as the Winnet Stripers began their season. I don't ever remember a minor league season starting so closely in the same time, basically, as the major league season as well. But certainly was fun because the Braves were off Friday, so you got to sit down and watch the Gwinnett game if you could figure it out on your MILB TV app, which seems to be having some problems. But that's neither here nor there because it was an exciting game on Friday, Braden Shoemate came into his final at bat over four with four strikeouts. But in a tie game, they walk Vaughn Grissom to get to Shoemake for a lefty lefty matchup. And Shoemake makes them pay with a walk off three run home run to start the season for Gwinnett. An exciting finish there. Not necessarily the greatest weekend for Braden Shoemake at the plate or defensively er- either. He made two errors on the weekend. So did Vaughn Grissom. So both of them. Already with two errors on the season through three games, not what you love to see. However, Von Grissom doing what we know he can do at the plate. Five for 12 on the weekend, six runs, a home run, three RBI, two stolen bases. He played shortstop the first two games and then played second base on Sunday. Braden Shoemake played second base the first two games and then shortstop on Sunday. So you can kind of see how they're splitting up the time there. Both of them have, as again, I've said, they each have made two errors one at second base and one at shortstop for both of them, interestingly enough. You're, again, I'm talking about stolen bases. You're seeing them at the major league level. At the minor league level, you're seeing players, at least on Gwinnett, which is the only team I've really focused on so far, you're seeing players just run at will. Forrest Wall already has three stolen bases, and Eli White as well. He has two, and he got a good start to the weekend, three for eight, two home runs. For Eli White, showing that power, which he was displaying in spring training, both of those home runs coming on Sunday. He didn't play Saturday for some reason and then was at DH on Sunday. Don't know if there's some sort of injury going on there. We'll have to see how that plays out going forward. But hopefully Eli White's in there every day. I really want to see what he can do. And like I said, got off to a pretty good start for Gunnett this past weekend, despite not playing on Saturday. But I'm really intrigued by Eli White. There's a lot of players. We're going to be covering a lot of Gwinnett this coming up season on Miners Monday because there's several players there I'm really interested in seeing. One of which that did not have a great start to their season is Ian Anderson. Uh, And it's getting really worrisome at this point. It's his first start of 2023. Didn't look great last year for the Braves. Goes to Gwinnett last year. Doesn't look great. Comes into spring training. Doesn't look great. First start of 2023 for Gwinnett. Gets two outs and 37 pitches. Gives up four hits, two walks, six runs. Four of them earned. One strikeout. Three home runs. Yikes. It is not a good start for Ian Anderson. I don't know what is going on there. I didn't watch the game on Sunday, but clearly something is not going right for Ian Anderson. And you're almost at the point now where you just have to scrap it and start over. And I've said this before. I don't know if there are mechanical adjustments that need to be made. We've talked about the idea of of introducing a slider, which he has done, but it almost just feels like at this point, there's got to be some mechanical adjustments that, that have to be made. Again, it's one start of the season, but just what we've seen now for a full calendar year from Ian Anderson, it is not 
been good. So not a great start, not the start that he was wanting, uh, certainly for his 2023 season. But again, it is one start. Hopefully he can pick things up uh, and can get better for him. Um, Charlie Culberson, he pitched on Sunday. Sunday's game was crazy. I think it was a 14-13 extra innings game. Charlie Culberson pitched. Yomer Sanchez pitched. Culberson, one inning, two hits, one walk, three runs. None of them earned, though, and one strikeout. So uh, I was going to talk about that in the next seven as well as we get into news, but Charlie Culberson is back. Uh, but those are the big takeaways from the Gwinnett's opening weekend as well. Again, marquee thing there is going to be watching Vaughn Grissom and Braden Shoemake. Shoemake more so how they're doing at the plate. Vaughn Grissom more so what he's doing in the field. And again, both of them with two errors early on is not what you like to see. But Grissom, again, hot at the plate. You do love to see that. I like to see the start from Eli Wyatt again. Hopefully we see him every day and hopefully he's able to get back in the outfield. Uh, hopefully he's okay. I'm not reporting there's any type of injury. I'm just reading between the lines there. Didn't play on Saturday, DH'd on Sunday. Um, but I want to see more of Eli Wyatt. I think he could be an interesting Fine for the Braves if he puts it all together. All right, we do have a good bit of news to talk about. I yet to mention Max Freed, but he left opening day start early with a hamstring injury. Likely will be headed to the IL. We're probably going to see Bryce Elder replace him. We'll talk about that. Also, a couple of signings and trades that the Braves made already this season. We'll discuss those next. If you're looking for a delicious-tasting protein bar that is also great for you, you know what I'm about to say if you're a regular listen, listener to the show. you got to try Built Bar. What makes Built Bar and Built Puffs so good? Well, for starters, they are high in protein, low in sugar, and covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. Not only are they healthy for you, but they taste amazing as well. We just finished the Built March Madness Bracket and if you checked it out, you see my favorite, the Cookies and Cream Bill Bar, has entered the final four. That is my favorite, but there's so many good flavors out there that you can choose from. We've been telling you for a while now that you can go to built.com to order your box of built bars and have them shipped directly to you. But if you need some quickly, you can also go out to your Walmart or Sam's Club store to get yourself a box today. However, you order your built bars, go out and get yourself a box today. Again, it was opening weekend, but there's a good bit of news to discuss. Max Freed left his first start early. Really unfortunate. Talked about this on the postcast, obviously, but he was looking really good in that start against the Nationals. Ran to cover first base. Pulled up, pulling at that hamstring, and he is going to miss at least one start. And if he goes on the IL like everything is looking, he's probably going to miss at least two starts. So, hate to see your ace Already out, one start into the season, not even a full start, but it's looking like Max Free will head to the IL and miss at least two starts to open the season. Bryce Elder is in line to replace him in Wednesday's game against the Cardinals. So he had, you know, he looked pretty good in his opener. He pitched the first game for Gwinnett on Friday. Well, had a two, it was two outs into the sixth inning before he gave up a three-run bomb that made his line look a lot worse, but. Overall, he looked pretty good in Friday's game, and he'll replace uh, Max Freed in Wednesday Wednesday's game against the Cardinals. Orlando Arcia extended for three years. Again, great move. I've talked about this in various places here, but 
two million a year for a really good veteran bench player, which is what I think he ultimately will be. But right now he's a brave st- starter, and if you're getting him for two million a year for your starting shortstop, that is incredible value. So whatever you think about Orlando Arcia, I think this deal is just a great win for the Braves. It's not so much money that if Grissom or Shoemake prove ready, you wouldn't just move Arcia to the bench in favor of one of those. And it's not so much money that if Arcia falls off the face of the earth the next year or two, you could just cut that money and deal with it. Certainly that's not what the Braves hope. And I don't think that's what's going to happen. But again, not a ton of money investment here for somebody who's been solid player and is a veteran with a ton of experience. Braves also brought back Charlie Culberson on a minor league deal, as we talked about earlier, and then signed him to Gwinnett. Love Charlie Culberson. Glad to have him back in Atlanta and have him part of the organization again. Just think he's a, a great person in general, um, but also had some big moments for the Braves, and I know is a fan favorite, so glad to see Charlie Culberson back. And then the Braves sent cash to the Royals for Richard Lovelady, who he had a good outing over the weekend for Gwinnett on Sunday, inning and third scoreless hitless innings uh, another lefty you can never have too many lefties so the Braves bring in love lady and stash him Ed Gwinnett is another lefty they can have you know if something were to happen to M- mentor Lee or Litke three lefties they already have at the big league level then you have love lady there that's some pretty solid numbers at the minor league level around the league the Mets won their series over the Marlins the Phillies were swept by the Rangers finished watching that game on Sunday night where Will Smith Close the game out for the Rangers. You also had Christian Pache start that game in center field for the Phillies. So a lot of former Braves players there. Um, but great to have baseball back for sure. Loved opening day weekend. Had a lot of fun. Uh, streamed during some of the games on Twitch. So got to talk to some of you during the game. That was a lot of fun as well. You can follow me at Twitch on twitch.tv slash shortstopball. I'll probably be streaming during some of the games this week. And again, me and Grant will have the postcast for all these games coming up against the Cardinals. Speaking of the Cardinals, that is the next matchup. Going to be a tough one for the Braves, I'm not going to lie. You're going to have Dylan Dodd and, again, likely Bryce Elder pitching two of those games. So game one on Monday is going to be highly important for the Atlanta Braves' chances of winning this series. You need to see a great start from Charlie Morton. You know he's trying to wash away what happened in 2022 get off on the right foot in 2023 and the Ravens really need him to step up in game one on Monday. We need to see that offense get going again after a slow day on Sunday, but again, going to be a tough series against the Cardinals, a good team, a really good lineup. And you're going to be throwing out a couple of really young and inexperienced guys against that veteran lineup over there. So going to be a difficult series there, but the Braves can certainly pull it out. And again, you want to hear the postcast for those, uh, but with me and Grant McCauley, subscribe to Locked On Sports Atlanta on YouTube or get the audio version and Locked On Braves Atlanta podcast. And that will do it for this episode. Thank you for making Locked On Braves your first listen of each and every day. Now go make your second listen to Locked On MLB Prospects podcast where host Lindsey Crosby talks about the biggest and brightest stars of tomorrow. Again, thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at LockedOn underscore Braves. You can follow me at ShortstopBall. Also make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to the Lockdown Braves podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we will talk to you next time. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 